I like to call it the silo effect. It's frustration, bitterness, and resentment. All those things put together end up creating silos that you and your husband live in, make money in, raise kids in, and that's about it. This is episode 149. If you're tired of feeling like your husband is just another person to take care of, you're going to want to tune in to this episode so that you can turn your soggy marriage around and make it a lean, mean, team tackling machine. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. A lot of you are going to come to this episode like, what is this about? <laughs> I had it put on my heart for a very long time. Like, I could even say from back when I was like a very, very young girl, just watching my parents. My parents never argued in front of us. Like, I don't really remember that ever. I mean, my parents got frustra- frustrated with each other for sure. But I just saw my friends, my parents being less like friends, even though they were friendly to each other, but more just like people that were raising kids and and having jobs. And I became really passionate early on to make sure that I didn't raise kids that way because my dream was to just like grow up and be in love, right? And for a lot of girls and probably for some men, that's pretty much the case. And then you get married and you have kids and you have to pay bills and you realize that that's actually not what happens at all. And it's just so much work. And for a lot of us, you just go into survival mode and your marriage gets neglected. Well, lucky for Blaine, I'm maybe not lucky for Blaine. (laughs) No, he tells me like, I'm so grateful for you because I'm like a borderline obsessive about the health of our marriage. It's super important to me because, and just like my own health and my health between me and my kids. One of my number one strengths is that I'm a relator and I'm a communicator. And so how I'm relating to my body, to my home, to my children, to my community, to my business, to my husband, right? These, those relationships are super important to me and I'm really, really probably overly sensitized to them. And so I realize, and if you don't know this sidebar, our greatest strengths are always our greatest weaknesses as well if we don't really keep them under control. And start looking into that on your own and you'll begin to see, oh wow, this is actually a strength of mine that I've let backslide into a negative place or a darker place that can come out in me. So as I was going through these first several years of marriage with Blaine, we've been married for almost six years now, and I, I, I really had no idea how to go about it, and none of us do. But what I did know is that I didn't want to end up as me and him living together 
raising children and making money. And it, and it just happens everywhere. It was so important to me that my husband didn't just become somebody else to take care of. And I see that and I hear that from women so much that are frustrated and bitter and have resentment towards their husbands. And it's the silo effect that I describe. I talk about it inside of my workshop, which if you want to know more about, you can go to chelseajoe.co backslash workshop. It's completely free to watch. It gives you a really deep, deep dive on the three biggest mistakes that most work from home moms are making, stay at home moms are making. And it also goes really deep inside of the academy at the very end of it. So you can get a really good global understanding of what is inside the academy, what I teach, and what it's all about. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's really seriously worth your time. And I, and I talk about this a lot in there that the silo effect is not what marriage was designed for. The You can also kind of liken it to roommates. You hear that a lot. But what happens is when you aren't working as a team, which maybe you and your husband right now are working as a team in certain areas, and then other areas, you're like, we won't touch that with a 10-foot pole. And that or you might not be working together at all very well, like in general. And sometimes we ebb and flow through that in our marriages. Blaine and I have times when we're working together really, really well in all of our areas. And then we have other areas that are pretty hard, depending on what we have going on in our lives. We can either get through it really well or not. But I have actually created a system for myself to stop feeling those feelings of frustration and bitterness and resentment towards my husband, because that's all that I can control. All I can control is myself. And so this is a system for me. This is a system that helps me as a wife that then impacts the way that my husband and I are relating to each other, right? This impacts the way that our marriage is as a whole when I focus on myself. And I think that should be a really big takeaway for you right now is that you should always, or let me say it this way, you should never shift blame, right? You should always be looking back to yourself and what you could be doing to help change the outcome of any specific situation. And I know that it's really, really, really hard to do when you feel like you've reminded him 1200 times to pick up the shorts off the floor. And he literally leaves them in front of the hamper every single time. I'm not talking about Blaine here. He's really good at this. (laughs) I, I am not, (laughs) but it happens, right? Or when you've asked him to put his dish in the dishwasher instead of in the sink. When nothing's in the sink, the dishwasher's dirty. Can you please put the cup in the sink, right? Can you please look at the Google calendar? Can you please keep your phone off the kitchen table? Can you please remember that the kids have a special day at school? And it goes on and on and on and on. And you go on and on and on and on. And that's when it just starts feeling soggy to both of you. (laughs) I know soggy is a funny answer, but that's really what it feels like. It feels soggy. It feels thick. It feels dense. It feels heavy. It feels like something that you just want to shake off, that you want to wring out, that you want to lighten up, that you want to freshen up, right? It feels soggy. And I've been there 
Blaine and I go through it from time to time. And then I have to turn back around to this system that I'm about to teach you and say, hey, Chels. And I ask myself the four questions that I'm about to give you. This is my system for how I can actually, with my own power, and we've talked about this before, how much unbelievable power a woman has in her home. Like, it's crazy how much ability you have to change the atmosphere that everyone's living in the home. I truly believe that as the mom and the wife, you have 90% somewhere in the area of all of the ability to set and keep and change the tone in your home. Like, truly, and I want you to sit back and I want you to look at that because I know that no matter what is going on with Blaine and the kids, mom can come in and the tone is completely changed. And I can do that just by coming into the room with my kids. And yes, I'm a super strong relater, but all moms have the ability, especially when you're a work from home mom and you're stay at home mom, this dynamic might be different. If your husband is the sole in-home provider and you are the out of home provider, I think that that could have an impact on that. But even still, I do think that There's so much to be said for your ability to connect with everyone in the family and just the innate nature of a woman to want to take care of all of the things. She wants to set the tone. She wants to provide an experience. She wants to nurture, right? All of these things are just part of what most of us do most of the time. Obviously, this isn't a blanket statement for everyone. But I want you to really start looking at the things that I'm talking about in here and your ability to affect what's going on in your home. So we're not going to talk about the children right now. We're just going to talk about what's going on between you and your husband. And I know for a lot of us, especially me, I tend to gravitate towards, but I want him to do it. But I want him to do it. But I want him to lead but I'm waiting on him. Well, I wanted him to say it. Well, I wanted him to come to me and I'm constantly like looking towards him. And that's when I was like, wait, why am I doing that? Why don't I look at myself and figure out what can I do to make this situation what we need it to be? And in that, I learned through journaling it out, writing it down over and over and over again, experiencing it time and time again, looking at what didn't work, looking at what did work, that there's a systematic approach that I can do to be able to help Blaine and I become a super awesome team. Like where we are just not in silos. He came over to my silo. Actually, he built a bigger silo and I went over to his. No, we built a bigger silo together and we're hanging out in there together, right? Like we found like the best silo ever and we're hanging out in there most of the time. I kept mine. He kept his. Sometimes we need to go hang out in our own silos, but we have one that we come back to and we hang out in there and we're, we're a team like Blaine and I truly are able to, when we're operating at our best, when we are showing up for the things that we need to show up for, when we are honoring our routines and our time and our systems This is the most magical combination on the planet, and so are you and your spouse. It's just a matter of how badly do you want to dig into that, and (laughs) 
for all of you that are going to say, my husband's not goal oriented. He doesn't care about Google calendars. He doesn't care about systems. He doesn't want to write anything down. He just likes his video games. He just likes to go work on the farm. Like he just wants to go to work and make money. He just wants, he doesn't want anything to do with this. Trust me. I promise you there's a spot deep down inside of every husband that wants to satisfy his family. And that's why he pours himself into the things that he pours himself into. And he doesn't really know how to do anything outside of that. And that's when you get to come in and you get to implement this system in your own heart and your own mind. And you get to be his partner. You get to help him through this process and show him what this looks like for you guys to be an amazing team. And it's not without his input. You're going to find that out really quickly. Get out a piece of paper. I'm going to go through the system right now. I want you to section your paper off into four segments, maybe four squares, maybe four rectangles, maybe four circles, whatever suits your fancy. And in that first section, there's four things that we're going to, that we're going to talk about. So the first one, here's what I do. Here's what my system is. Whenever I am feeling frustrated towards Blaine, if I'm having those, like that bitterness, whenever he doesn't do something and I'm like, you know, those types of things start to surface towards like from me to him. That's when I immediately think, okay, you need to stop. You need to go look at your piece of paper. What of these four things have you not done yet? Okay. And that's what I do to help myself. And I honestly have to have it written down and put somewhere because it is in my nature to not do this first. And so I'm trying to train myself to build better habits as a wife. And I have to write it down, have to keep it front of mind. Um, Even writing it out on the bathroom mirror with a Sharpie is a great place. So when you're brushing your teeth, when you're putting your makeup on, you can see all the time. If you have a stand-up mirror, you can write it on that. Or just sticky notes. Sticky notes work fantastic. I've done sticky notes with every single major overhaul and change that I've needed to make in my life. And this might be big for you. So here's the first thing. I ask myself, are you focusing on his strengths? So number one, I want you to write down, focus on his strengths. And the exercise that comes with this is you need to write a list of all of your husband's strengths. You can look at the one area of of your teamwork right now, of your relationship that is not working, that feels soggy. If it's the whole thing, it's like all of it, start writing down all the strengths. But if you have one specific area, say your finances, where you just, it's not firing, you're not working together well, you might not even be able to talk about it. Like you just don't see eye to eye and it's not good and you're operating financially in complete and utter silos. You're frustrated, you're bitter, or you have resentment towards him about anything related to finances, then you're going to want to focus on that. You might have multiple areas. You can do this in every single area. If it's just like the whole thing and you don't even know where to begin, don't even worry about a category. Just what are, what are your husband's strengths in general? If you don't know what they are, like you are so far gone down this deep rabbit hole that you don't even know what they are. Blaine and I read a book together when we first got married. We use uh, XO today, XO now. XO, XO marriage. They've changed their name recently. We use XO marriage.com. They have XO conferences. 
I've mentioned them before. It's my favorite resource of all times. It is faith-based, but they still have amazing stuff inside of there on learning how to relate to your spouse. And one of the, when we first got married, we went to a conference together, a marriage conference together. And there was the author there. It's co-authored of this book called Strengths-Based Marriage. And it forces you to learn how to use your strengths to build each other up and to have a more united marriage to strengthen your marriage, like literally based on the uniqueness of each other. And what we learned is that we were constantly focusing on the weaknesses in the other person instead of focusing on the strengths. And so we went through this whole strengths finder exam that they have, and it gave us a list. And when they were presenting this information to us, Jimmy and Karen Evans, Jimmy is the lead of EXO Marriage. I think his family's involved, like his children now are like CEOs. He's like CFO or something like that. But this has been his ministry his entire life with his wife. And all they dedicate themselves to is helping people succeed in marriage. And it is absolutely amazing. He came forward and was like, look, when when Karen and I did this, my number one strength was her last, number 50th strength. Her number one strength was my 50th strength. And they literally were partnered for life, battling and duking that out. Blaine and I, not too far from that. Like we have a couple strengths that are the same, but we really were able to see, oh, that's why you're so weird. Oh, that's why you think I'm so weird because we're different. And I know you know that, but when we went through this book and we read it and we really learned how to use these strengths, that's how I learned about this like backsliding concept where your strengths are your greatest weaknesses. We hear that and it's cute and people put it in memes and stuff, but when you really start to get down to it and you look at the worst parts of your personality, it actually is a branch of the best parts of your personality. And that's when I was like, oh, I just need to know when to stop that part of me And I also need to start looking at what are Blaine's strengths. And so when I get into this rut where I'm frustrated with him, I'm having bitterness or resentment, this is one of the things that I ask myself. Are you focusing on his strengths? Are you looking at what he's doing well in this situation? Now, I can use our finances as an example from way back when. We've really learned how to work so well together at this point. When Blaine and I started dating, He was like interviewing me for like, if I could be his wife, like he was super serious. And I was too. I was not messing around. I had a daughter. So I loved it. It was like first trip to Ohio because we long distance dated. We knew each other way back when, but he was living in Ohio when we reconnected. And so we long distance dated and I went out there. It was like trip number one. And he was like, when you get married, what do you want to do with your finances? I was totally like, you are awesome. (laughs) And so we just started talking about it. And I really, really respected his viewpoints. So we've never had like major disagreements on this, but we definitely want to manage our money differently. He's much more of a saver. I'm much more of a spender. He likes nice things. I like nice things. But he gets like really caught up in having money in certain ways, much differently than I do. And so when we would sit down to manage money, sometimes I would get frustrated and he wants things to be done in his timing. And I'm just like, whatever, it's fine. It'll be fine, you know? And I would get super frustrated and he would get super frustrated. And so this question would really help me. Well, what is he doing? What is his strength right now? 
well, hello, Chelsea, you literally grew up poor, just above the poverty line, like no joke. And I hold on to money. That is my MO. Because in my mind growing up, money was not ever flowing. It didn't just keep coming. You had everything was completely limited. Like that was my money mindset for so many years. So paying my car payment was like the scariest thing in the world to me because I didn't know if I was going to get that money back again. So I never paid my bills. This is a terrible idea. This is horrible, but it's just what it was. And so when Blaine came into my life, that's what he was up against. (laughs) And I, of course, immediately I recognized you're like amazing with money. You take the whole thing. But when it really got down to it, we had differences, we had disagreements. And so I would remind myself, Chelsea, he is incredible with this. Like, it's okay. If you look at this big picture, look at what he's doing so well. Look at what he's doing well. And does that help me to feel less frustrated? Absolutely. And it's going to help you feel less frustrated every single time. So that's just one example. I could go through this with parenting, with like literally everything That's what I want you to focus on or what are his strengths. One of Blaine's biggest strengths, just so you know, is his ability to focus like to a fault, right? It is his biggest strength, but it's also his biggest weakness. And so one of Blaine's amazing things that I have loved about him, he's a major achiever. When he gets focused on something, homeboy is not going to quit. Like he's going to do the thing and he's going to do it well but we're going to get left out in the process. Like, I'm just like knocking on the door. Hey, just kidding. I'm over here. Hey, hi. (laughs) We're going to hang out now. Hi. You haven't called me in two days. You've been on shift. Hi. No, it's not like that anymore. But it certainly was like that in the beginning. And that was very hard. And it's still very hard for him. But what he's learned to do is to use this system in his own way and and return it back to me. And so it, it works, right? And that's how we've learned to become this amazing team. And within that focusing strength of his, when he gets so laser focused and I feel like I'm getting left out, I remind myself of all of the things that I love about the outcome of his focus. And so that simple reminder to me helps keep everything that I want to say to him and what I'm feeling towards him in complete and utter perspective. Okay. That's the first, that's the first thing that I ask myself in this system that, or that I do, right? Here's, here's the second part. I want you to skip to the second section. Second part of the system is I want you to ask his opinion. We, I almost say we, can really get into the ownership of our home and our children because we're with them all the time. And and Disneyland dad comes home and is like, hi, I'm going to wrestle with the kids. And then I'm going to read them a book and put them to bed. And you're like, whatever. Do you have any idea what I did all day long? <laughs> and then he's like, What'd you do all day long? And you're like, excuse me? (laughs) What did I do all day long? What did you do all day long? (laughs) And it's like this, oh my gosh, you know? And we begins to feel like he has no clue what's going on around here. And I will, I'm 100% guilty 
100% guilty of not doing this and saying to him things that just are not very nice about what I presume he does or doesn't know. And, and the reality is, is that I should always be asking his opinion and you should be asking his opinion, even if you think that he doesn't or you don't want him to be involved. And what I've learned from asking Blaine his opinion is that it shows him respect and honor. And what Blaine and I have learned from all of the marriage coaching and book reading and seminars and like we've, and the marriage retreats, like we do a lot of study on this as it's very important to us is that a man's number one need, number one, number two need is respect and honor. And when I communicate respect and honor to him, the world changes. And it's just by the way that I phrase things. And so I've learned that by asking his opinion on stuff, especially when it comes to the things that instinctually I think, well, he doesn't know. Why would he know? What does he know? When those kinds of questions start coming up, and I start saying those things to myself, there's like a big, big, like red flashy, like the emoji of like the emergency siren, the red one. I'm signing it in sign language right now. I don't know what it's called. You know, the red ambulance light. That is when I'm like, ooh, you actually right now should be asking his opinion is what you should be doing, Chels. So I want you to just ask him, hey, what do you think about, insert the thing, whatever it is. Like if you're feeling frustrated with him, we'll go back to the finance thing. (laughs) This recently just happened. We have an incredible budgeting system. I'm obsessed with it. It's a hybrid of the paper envelope system, but it's all electronic because we did paper envelopes and it does work, but we hated the process. And so we came up with this electronic system and Um, when you have paper envelopes and you separate all your money into envelopes, you have all of it right there. And so if you used all your money in the food envelope, but you have like a bunch of money in the spending envelope, then you just take money out of the spending envelope and you put it in the food envelope and then you use it for food. Right. But with the electronic system, Sure, we can transfer really easily, but we were like talking about it the other day. Hey, basically, where do you want to rob Peter to pay Paul? Because we kind of miscalculated and he had a different idea than than me. And what I should have said was, well, what do you think? But that's not what I said. And it would have changed everything. It would have 100% changed the outcome of that not so nice conversation that we ended up having. And that's totally my bad. And it is like a game changer. Just ask him, hey, I just listened to this podcast episode that really got me super excited about how I am doing things around here. I feel like a crazy mess. I feel like every time I turn around, somebody needs something from me. And I I honestly am frustrated. I've been snapping at you. I've been rude to the kids. I, I can't keep up on the housework. I know you don't like living this way. What do, what would you think if I tried implementing this meal planning system to see if it would help me be a better mom and a better wife? What would you think about that? Did that just blow your mind? Because I just told that to a lady that I met in person. I got to go speak in person, you guys. This is so fun. And she was like, oh, I just have been telling him what to do. I'm like, ah try asking his opinion. And most of the time he'd be like, sure, 
one of the one of the one of the best things you can do for your husband because her question to me was my husband's not like super supportive of this stuff you want to know why most of the time he's not supportive is because you told him what to do you didn't ask him so if you can just ask him watch the teamwork meter go into the green or maybe just out of the red into the yellow which is going to make you feel like a million bucks but one of the biggest things that you can say to him is hey would you be willing write this down would you be willing you're going to use this as a as a language cue just like I learned language cues to help me change the way that I interacted with my kids it works promise you would you be willing to try this for just two weeks if it doesn't work after two weeks we don't ever have to do it again hey would you be willing to just put your cell phone down when we come to the table would you just be willing to do that like this week and see if it helps the way that our kids talk to us? Would you be willing? Like, just see what he says. And if he says no, just say, okay. That's kind of disappointing, but you can make your own decisions. Thanks for hearing me out. And leave it. Ask him again in two weeks. Hey, would you be willing? It is, it's honestly, and don't expect a certain answer. Just wait and see what he says. It changes everything. Huge game changer. Okay, I'm moving on. The third thing, let him decide. It's kind of what I just alluded to. This is the third thing. Let him decide. Let him decide which stinking way you're going to get to the grocery store. Does it really matter if he goes the shortest distance? Not really, but it does to me most of the time. And I'm like, Chelsea, just let him decide. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) It literally doesn't matter. So let him decide. Let him pick things. Let him decide what the stinking kids are going to wear, you guys. Like, let him decide. Uh, It's okay. Let him pick what's for dinner. Let him pick what goes in the lunch boxes. Let him decide. It's okay. I promise you, if you want to have teamwork, if you don't want a soggy marriage, let him decide what kind of discipline your kids get tonight. Did I say it? I did. Let him decide every now and then. Just let him decide. Changes everything. That's all I have to say about that. Number four, remind him to listen. This one can be hard. It's hard because the way that you approach this is what's going to determine the outcome. But I do know that Blaine needs and most men need reminders that, hey, I want to be heard. I just want you to validate. I just want you to listen. I don't need you to fix it. I just need you to listen, right? I just need you to sit there and I just need you to listen. And Blaine needs that reminder like often. And I think a lot of the moms that I've talked to, my best friends, the women that I've coached over the last couple years, their husbands just want it to go away. You know, they just want their wife to feel better. They want the kids to feel better. They they just want to fix the things. They want to be the provider. They want to be the hero. They want to be the man, you know. And so sometimes we just have to remind them, hey, like, I don't need you to fix anything right now. I just need you to listen. And often my frustration and my bitterness and my resentment, because that's what we're going to bring this back to every time is this like silo effect, right? 
it comes from the fact that I don't have that moment in that space, which Blaine and I have actually just sat down and systemized like every day, we're just going to kind of do this daily download at the end of the day. And it's my safe space to, to just say, Hey, like I need five minutes to just tell you what I need to tell you. It could be about like, whatever it doesn't it's not always constructive or sometimes it's just hey I want to talk but just reminding him to listen is good for him like we need reminders as wives um to do certain things that they need from us and this is a really good reminder for them and it has helped me and him in a lot of ways to be a much more powerful team is when he has a signal from me that says hey I know that you're like in a rush and I know that you want to get things done. I know you have other things on your radar, but could you just give me five minutes to listen? We can even set a timer. We literally have to do that. Not as much anymore, but for years, we would literally get out the phone and set the timer because it was so hard for him to just sit and listen. And it is a really powerful tool to be able to communicate that need for yourself in such a respectful and honoring way. Hey, I know you have, and insert the thing that's distracting him, honor it, respect him for what is important to him, but insert what's important to you. Because I will never be the one that's like, oh, just, you know, never say what you need to say. No, I actually have the opposite problem. I say it too much. It's clearly why I have a podcast. I like to say things. I like to get it out. I like to say all the things. And he's like, really? So we've learned together how to be a team. And for me, there's no, (laughs) there is no strong team without communication, but it takes both of you. And so sometimes he just needs a reminder of what listening looks like. And there's key phrases that I just threw out to you that are really, really helpful in the way that you propose that need to him without doing it aggressively or without doing it disrespectfully. So this is the system that I use and it truly has turned our life around. Blaine and I are able to have so much more fun in our lives since we've had children and we both have businesses and he has his firefighting job and Just all the transitions that go on in life, being able to maintain solid teamwork together as best friends and being more than just roommates, right? These four questions that I've been able to focus on, these four tasks, these four things that I do in this system have really, really made a huge impact and I couldn't help but share them with you. And if you are looking for a much deeper dive into the systems that Blaine and I use in our marriage, all the way down to literally like everything that we do, our family creed, our family legacy, what we aim to do. So we're not like without goals, without a focus, without a beacon for why we do what we do in our lives, our marriage retreats, all of the systems that we use, communication, all of it, then you can pop inside of the Academy. It's tier four. It's super straightforward. Blaine and I recorded all of the videos together. Like he came into the videos. Funny story about this, you guys. For those of you that are still listening all the way to the end. Blaine and I recorded these videos together. 
And we had like bloopers, like we would try and record and then it wouldn't work. And then we try and record and it wouldn't work. And he was getting frustrated. He doesn't do this. He doesn't know how to sit in front of a camera and like record. But I was like, babe, it's so important. He was all for it. Like he really wants people to be able to have these in his life too. And he's game to just like do whatever, right? He's a pretty confident person. <laughs> but I was like, it's fine. I'll just edit it out. Well, somehow it got uploaded into the Academy without that being edited out. <laughs> like, multiple women inside. It's been fixed now. Sorry, you're too late. You can't watch it. (laughs) I edited it out, but I went in there one day and I was like literally beside myself. I text Blaine because he was on shift and I was like, you are never going to believe. And he's like, so what? He's like, who cares? He does not even care. Like he totally did not care. And I'm like, that doesn't bother you. And he's like, no, it doesn't bother me at all. He's like, at least they get to see what it looks like when we actually are working together. And he's like, it's real life. And I'm like, I guess but I'm removing it. So anyway, we're both inside of the Academy in tier four, and it's something that you and your husbands can watch together. Um, super straightforward. It's not, it's not heavy. It's not really tedious. It's super fun work. A couple worksheets in there for you. And it's a beautiful thing. And actually right, right now, if you're listening to this episode, when it came out, I have Um, we just did our declutter challenge or fill a bag challenge inside of the Facebook group. And for anybody that participated in it, I gave them a coupon code for the Academy for the month of September. And if you are like, oh my gosh, I missed it. Send me a message. I will absolutely work with you so that you can grab that coupon code and get inside of the Academy because I don't want you to miss it. If you've been sitting on it and you want inside of the Academy, like right now. And you were just like, Oh, but I just, I just like, I need the coupon, but I missed it. I didn't know. Just send me a message, send me a DM on Instagram, and I'm happy to chat with you or post it inside of the Facebook group. All right, ladies, it has been super fun hanging out with you from behind my mic. I'm going to wrap this up and I will see you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please, head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.